Square in the mid-80s, and like Ed Begley Jr., Bobcat Goldthwait, and Denzel Washington before him, Overnight became a household name. Bruce Greenwood's character of a young doctor who just happened to be incredibly good-looking would make it easy to dismiss him as eye candy, but don't be fooled, Bruce always brings his A-game. I'm Roberto Lewis, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History for August 12th. And today we celebrate the birthday of the second, well, the third person to play Captain Christopher Pike, the man who held the center seat before Captain Kirk took over the Enterprise. Born in Quebec, Canada, Bruce Greenwood, whom everyone calls Greenwood, started out life with plans to be a professional skier. He showed some promise at it too, until he damaged his knee at age 16. That has resulted in a half dozen surgeries since then to repair the damage. Once he realized his downhill dreams weren't going to come true, he got serious about playing the guitar and formed a band. Before he could get that off the ground, though, he found himself in a small role in a series called The Beachcombers in 1977 at age 21. That was followed immediately by the movie Bear Island, and then his first voice work on an animated series called Space Carrier Blue Noah. Greenwood has always had a penchant for accents, voices, and vocal effects, which has served him well during his career. By the time he landed his breakout role on St. Elsewhere, Greenwood had already had 16 jobs over 10 years. After two years of wearing scrubs, he never stopped, landing at least one role every year, and usually two or three roles in a given year. In 1995, he landed the starring role in a series called Nowhere Man, a very highly rated drama about a man whose entire history gets erased overnight. Nowhere Man has an 8.4 rating on IMDb. After two years as the Nowhere Man, Greenwood was a hot commodity and worked constantly. In 2001, he was picked to play JFK in 13 Days, the Kevin Costner movie about the Cuban Missile Crisis. Of course, they couldn't all be winners. Greenwood was in The Core, about using nuclear weapons to get the Earth's core spinning again. He played opposite Will Smith in iRobot. Greenwood is an avid chess player who takes a chessboard with him everywhere. He later said that Will Smith was the best player he had ever faced. He sat behind the Resolute desk a second time, playing the president again in National Treasure Book of Secrets. Then he got the big chair, as Captain Pike in the J.J. Abrams reboot of Star Trek. Technically, this made him the third man to play Pike. Jeffrey Hunter originated the role for the Star Trek pilot. When it wasn't picked up, he walked away. Then Gene Roddenberry reworked the show and got it greenlit with William Shatner as Kirk. They wanted Hunter to come back to reprise his role for the two-parter The Menagerie, using the bulk of the original pilot as something of an origin story. When Hunter wouldn't come back, Sean Kenny was hired for a non-speaking role as a heavily disfigured pike in a life-support wheelchair. His image became iconic in science fiction. Greenwood then played the Dark Knight in Batman Under the Red Hood. Screen Rant ranked him the third best Batman voice out of 17, putting him well ahead of all the big movie versions and even ahead of Adam West. Greenwood would return to the role later in the Young Justice animated series and the Young Justice Legacy video game. Actually, he provided at least 11 voices for the series. In 2013, he was brought back to Star Trek for perhaps the last time, as Captain Pike was killed in the storyline. 
Greenwood has said he has no idea if they'd ask him back as Pike again, but it's clear he'd take the role if it were to come up. In the meantime, he has played the president a third time for Kingsman the Golden Circle and continues to do voice work as well as live acting. Bruce Greenwood clearly loves what he does, and he won't be stopping anytime soon. And given Star Trek's history with resurrecting one beloved character, who's to say it won't happen again? This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for August 12th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry Podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.